This may shock you, but the Knicks failed to acquire a marquee free agent this offseason. No, Austin Rivers is not a marquee free agent. That means another season of tanking and its incessant chatter about the free agent superstar they'll totally land next summer. It's the offseason, so naturally the Knicks are busy stargazing again with Leon Rose now heading to the front office and holding ample cap space. There's a chance New York enters next season with Chris Paul, Fred Van Vliet, or Christian Wood. What would that do to the bottom line? Not nearly enough to bump the the Bockers up from this spot. Paul and Van Vliet have culture-changing potential, which can be a necessary step forward to any rebuilder. But that process entails a lot of lump-taking and mountain of losses. Said ESPN and Bleacher Report back in uh, October, November. I felt like I had to open with that because... I like that. We just finished the season 41 and 31. The fourth seed, man. We're the fourth seed. We're hosting a playoff series. What? What? I have been on cloud nine all day. What the hell? And it's awesome. It's so fun to shut everyone up that was being like, oh, KD, Kyrie, and doing all that. Like, it was so, felt so good. Also, like, remember when Fred Van Vliet chose the Raptors? Yeah. How did, how did they, how did they play this season? You know? Yeah. He apparently, well, according to Bleacher Report, he's a culture shifter. Culture, sh- right, right, right. He's, uh, yeah, he has the potential to be a culture changer, which I, you know, I don't know about that. I, I think I'll stick with, uh, okay. I, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm cool with not. I think I'll stick with Stonehands, uh, as our big marquee guy. Anyway, looking back, we're going to talk about the the Boston game that was like unnecessarily stressful in a little bit, um, and we'll talk about just like a little bit of the season, and then I think we should do some brief playoff stuff. We don't even have to keep it to Knicks. Just, no, I think we. You know, let's do a little. Let's do a little play and stuff. Talk about the NBA we'll play and stuff. We'll talk about the Knicks a little bit. We're, we'll do a. We'll do a. We're gonna, gonna do. We'll, we'll do like an hour long, whole playoff, playoff preview. What's like gonna be like thirty minutes Knicks, thirty minutes everything else. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Make some predictions. It'll be fun. Anyway, what a shocker this year was. What, what an outstanding fun see. This was the most fun I've had watching playoff basketball because when it was 2013, I was, I think, 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. So it was a long time ago. And it was. I remember the season because I still love the Knicks, but it was also like I didn't enjoy it as much as I'm enjoying it now, obviously. No. And the way that us getting clowned on for bringing in guys like you know Nerlens Noel or Alec Burks and people like how oh, these are your big free agent signings like how good they've been all year has been so fun. Anyway, you talk to me a little bit about this year and year as a whole, being ten I mean, games over five hundred. I didn't really get into the Knicks until, as I said, I was like ten or eleven, probably around twenty twelve thirteen. I was probably a little too young to really like take all that in and really know like what was going on. Um, Literally, since I've been a serious Knicks fan, the team has sucked. And to have this year has been unbelievable. Like, this team, the way that this team has proved everyone wrong, comparative to the team we... Like, last year's team was my least favorite Knicks team I've ever watched. And that includes, like, teams that have gone, like, 17 and, like, 65 or, like, the uh, terrible teams. And I hated last year's team. And to go from that to this... Has literally been just shocking. Like I, I cannot believe it. I still haven't like fully taken it in. Aside from the Randall unbelievable season, what's been your favorite Knicks-related storyline? It's hmm. a good question. I also, I think, 
the way that this team defends. Yeah, I was going to go with and that. And not like the way that – because this team doesn't have outstanding individual – Well, we're not going to have an all-defensive player. No, I mean, yeah. they were actually talking about it on the broadcast a lot today. Green kept talking about how we're not going to have – we're not going to have an all-defense guy. But this has been like one of, if not the best defensive team in the NBA – it's just because, like, they play together and they play hard and they play just as, like, a unit. And it works. And we knew when we hired Tibbs that our guys would show up and try every night. But we didn't know right. that they would execute, at least right. defensively, that the way that right. they have executed all season. I was going to agree with you. The whole Tibbs defense and just, like, having the best defense in the league with, with, like— and we've been so bad on defense this entire decade. We were even bad on defense back when we were, you know, good respectable like yeah. we were respectable so like we've never had the top you know nine defense in a long time and you know being top four. three three four we, yeah, i think we're four. fourth but we're first in, in opponents defensive rating but defensive, we're fourth yeah. fourth in other categories yeah um yeah it's just been awesome i also obviously like you know this was going to come up but the rj barrett improvement and the way he's yeah. i'd agree i was gonna game. say that probably my if who would if I if I would have told you like his finishing would have made little strides but his shooting would go to forty percent you wouldn't believe me like no, I always I thought it was like I was like okay the shooting uh, that'll take you know four years to really be effective but it's a Shock. real strength at this no, point in his career and the finishing I was recently the finishing hasn't really been there but you know it's fine yeah. you just, when you're shooting forty I mean, percent from three like you're making up for it he's making up for it. I think the thing is is like one again like he's twenty. Um, like I, I, I am shocked at like, cause without the thing is like without the shooting, like he doesn't have the year he has, but the shooting has just been a, like a revelation. Like I, I, I cannot believe the way he shot the ball in the last, especially just after the way he looked early in the year to go just like overnight, almost to like, I'm not, he's a knockdown shooter. No, he is um, like, a, it's a strength. He's, it is, he it's is, not that, just a respectable right. part of his game. It is, like, above average. It has also done so much for our offense. Like, oh, my God. It's been amazing. To have, and for him personally, like, he's played so well the second half of the season. Um, so, yeah, that, that is a huge part of it. The beauty, get it better better. the beauty of having a podcast is I have all the receipts. I keep my receipts, Owen. I don't think the thing is though is I said if he can shoot I think he'll be really good. Okay, but you never thought he could shoot. You're like he shoots sixty one percent from the line. That's not going to happen. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, like to my, to myself, um, I was always I there though. I was always believe. I knew there. it was going to come. But I, like no one thought that this was going to happen this year. I did. Maybe not the three point shooting, but the jump defensively and offensively and in terms of efficiency because now the f- 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 excuse me. The floor is spaced better, even though we still have Alfred Payton. But because Randall can shoot, that opens everything else up. I knew that once we had some more shooters in the lineup, he was going to be better. And now he's shooting 75% from the line compared to his 61% last year. He's knocking down 40% of his three-pointers on the dot. Like, it is .400. So I'm glad he hit that mark. Like, one more miss, that probably goes to 39.9. Yeah. But my guy, in hand, he played every game. He started every game this season. He's dur- he's durable. That's he's a, that's a good thing. Really about him. durable, and he played the third most minutes in the league. At least, at least like as of like last week. I don't know if that changed because he did hasn't played. He did get like benched a little bit the other day. But that's aside the point. Yeah, I mean, you you should you should have a field day. Like you should take a victory lap for that one. 
you just like you deserve it. You yeah, were on. I know. I will give you that. You were on that like twenty four seven all the time. I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll give you that. I want to talk about just the whole the way the chemistry in this team has been. That's another storyline. I, I don't know if that comes with the Tibbs with thing. It probably yeah. does a little yeah, bit, yeah. but not related to defense as we were talking about before. I mean, like just these guys enjoy each other's company. They play hard. They play hard for Work each other. Hard. I was watching Boston the other day, and it feels so not like us. Yeah, and it's awesome because I don't like Boston, and I love that they're going to have to play Washington in the play, which we're going to get to in a minute because this Washington Boston that game's going to be fun, and I really hope Washington wins because I really want to see a Nets Wizards first round playoff. Series. I think it could be interesting. I think that that series is going to be like it's going to be like 140. Oh yeah. It was, 135. It's going to be like a gross amount of points. Anyway, I love the Theo Pinson stuff. I, I've loved it all year. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. He's such a good dude. And even like Knox, who didn't have great body language on the court at times, he's also he he's always standing. You know, he's always cheering. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's yeah. The, I feel like it's the the Leon Rose, the front office culture change effect. Anyway, we sound like broken records a little bit, but. You know, because we've been saying this shit all year. It's not like it's the yeah, season is over, so it's it's like you can finally say it. Like we finished ten games above five hundred. But it's been it's been amazing. It's what I'm gonna do a, before I, before our next pod, uh, I'm gonna go back to our season preview, just out of curiosity. I don't remember what exactly was said. I think we each kind of said that. I think we each hit the over for twenty two and a half. We might have both I said the over, we but we, we I remember we were going through a list of teams. And we were like, there's just going to be, we're going to be the only bad team this year. It's like, who else do you see that was bad? We were like the Thunder. Yeah. We were like the Thunder maybe, but they have Horford and Shea and these indoor, like they could make it some noise. Cleveland, we said, but we were like, you know, Colin Sexton, you know. We were right. like, it's going to be us, Cleveland, and Detroit, I think. We were like, yeah, right. we're going to be the three worst teams in the league. Right. I Because I didn't think like, it, it, it was hard. And it, it, a lot of the jumps that players have made on this team were unprecedented. And I just and a lot of it was because like I didn't think Julius Randle was the type of guy that could go from being what he was last year to what he was this well, year. Yeah, like I no just one. think yeah. that happened. And I you know, I, I honestly didn't think Tibbs was the coach that he is. Like I I made a lot of like I think everybody, like I don't think there were a lot of people in the world or if there was anyone in the world that thought this team would be the fourth seed in the East, like I will like, I will props. give you Props, yes, huge props. But like, I I don't think there were a lot of people, so I think I think it will be interesting to look at though. Um, I do want to quickly touch on Peyton. He's been abysmal recently. Good touch on. What him. do you think Tibbs is going to do with him in the playoffs? Because you can't play him. You just can't. If you're really thinking about trying to get to if the second round, win, you can't if play. You want to beat the Hawks? I saw Berman. Like, Berman came out with an article today, and he I read said, that. I read that. Yeah, and he that. noted that um, maybe there's a reason. That Frank I read is that still with a little in, smile. Yeah, yeah. That. Maybe there's a reason Frank has been staying, sneaking into the rotation a little bit here and there. It's yeah, because wanna, maybe yeah. he'll take his minutes. I mean, the thing is, is I, I don't know about all season because Frank hasn't really played a lot. But in the last ten games, Frank has played much better basketball than Elf. Significantly like, better defense. He played, works Frank harder has and he's in very shots. well recently. And it's honestly at the right time. Like the dude has like a million lives. Like I don't know how he's still here. Um, and like we're talking about the fact that he might get well, like. I I kind of disagree. I, I I he's he's got some lives, but I feel like 
the the leash that Peyton is on compared to Frank oh, is the, significantly I, larger. I would say it's different. I'm just saying I'm surprised with the way that Frank's just been thrown around in and out of the rotation. Right, that I'm he's still with he's, us the, till this day. He's still with us. I'm in happy lives. because I, I I love that player more than I think I've ever loved the basketball. Player. Yeah, we've like, been Frank believers. I root I I root for him. Like it's it's different with guy. I root for him. Like I I will never. I know, and we get really excited over text when he comes in the game for thirty for that six seconds. We were like, what are the odds he stays in? After this he, quarter, yeah. and he obviously didn't stay in. But become like the six seconds, like when someone like the point guard like dri- drives to the basket and like takes a shot. He's become a specialist at that. Mm-hmm. The last six seconds of the quarter, he comes on, plays a little defense, and then. And you know what? If that's all he's used for, like you know what? I'm happy. I just want him on the team. But we should talk like Peyton. I think the thing with Peyton is like we've hated on him all year. To be fair, and but he sucks. Like he's he's not good. The team plays doesn't play well when he's on the floor with them. Right, and he's really bad, no and he makes bad decisions, but this is also on Tibbs. Like, right. Tibbs, it's Tibbs' job to not play him. Alfred is going out there. He's not even trying his hardest because you can tell he's just not even trying his hardest. But And the no, funny thing, I think the interesting thing is when he gets subbed out, he'll go all the way to the end of the bench. Not even the bench. He'll just go all the way into, like towards the hall room, locker, lock, lock, the hallway to the locker room. And just sit there. Yeah, he sits like in the last, the last seat, like away from everybody. I just have, I haven't seen him like. I've just seen clips of him just like kind of just standing in the corner on offense, like with his hands on his hips, or like forgetting about guys on defense, and like that shit like pisses me off. It's one thing if he's like playing super hard and like all over the place, you know. But but that's like he's I, respectable not, if he's like giving but, his, his all, but he he seems he doesn't even care. He's been such right. a bad rut right now. Right. He averages like three assists per game. It's just like as a starting like, point guard. Playoffs know. is not the time to get him out of that rut. You know, like we can't risk. Right. You know, him, the first eight minutes of the first and third quarter are important. That's I know. when he plays usually. Those are important. And he's minutes. always a negative. He's always right. a negative we when never he's on the floor. Play well. We start badly against good teams all the time. And, and there's a real reason why. Uh, um, the only problem is you can't change the rotation now because it's been late. 72 games. We've been saying this since game five, man. I know. We've been saying this all damn year. But like, but then like, who am I to tell like this, you know, tips what to do, oh. right? I mean, he obviously sees it. He's not an idiot. He knows. He knows. He, at this point, he knows. Oh, he de- I mean, there's a reason he keeps coming out of the game sooner and sooner. You know what I mean, Frank, like when Frank played on, like Frank takes Elf, like Frank plays more. The only reason Elf plays at all is because he started with the team all year. Yeah, that's the reason. It's, and it's so funny how Tibbs always praises his defense, but he always puts in Frank, Frank for the important defense, defensive right? possessions. Like, why don't you, right, Frank, who's like been on the bench all game, isn't warmed up, like all that. This is there is a legit argument for playing Frank over Elf to end the season. He's he can actually Frank is shooting forty eight percent from three this year. FYI, he's a better defender. That's the whole argument. Like I, Elf can't hit an open corner three. He can't. He can't hit an open corner three. Let's uh let's let's move on from from the Elf because we're just gonna get we can talk about this. Okay, who do you think? Give me the top three. X and look, we're gonna do a whole Hawks Knicks playoff dive. Just off off the off the top dome, three you know? X factors. For that series, 
I mean, number one is Danilo Gallinari. I think if he's healthy, no, I'm about the, I was gonna say I thought I was gonna do like a Knicks Hawks. Oh, that's fine. You can combine them. But I was because I was gonna say if Gallinari's healthy and because he's such a good player, if he's healthy and playing well and doing his thing, it's gonna be tough. That's tough. Um, because he's been just been on and off the floor all year. For the Knicks, um, big X factor is quickly. Like I, I we need him to play. It's his first playoff series. He generally this year has been somewhat of a streaky player. Need him to play well. You give me the next. I was one. gonna go Derrick Rose. So the two backup That's guards we have. I mean that one's pretty obvious. Derrick Rose averages twenty one points per game in that series. I think we win it. I think we I think we just win it. But if he he outplays Trey, we win. I, yeah, I, I I totally agree. Um, so yeah, defensively, obviously you got Nerlens Noel. So defensively is interesting because obviously Peyton's going to start out on Trey, but Peyton plays six minutes into the first quarter. Right. So it's like now, who do you put on Trey? You don't really you can't put Bullock on him, even though he's our best perimeter defender. I mean, you you probably don't put Bullock on him. You don't you don't really trust Derrick Rose to defend him, nor do you do quickly. There's so you know so they're all roads lead to the same place and it's it's Frank Nilakina. <laughs> I'm serious <laughs> though. This all podcasts. I am I'm serious, serious too. There are like many like I remember remember we went to Knicks Hawks that yes. one time yes. and we blew them out. Yes. And who guarded Trey all game? Frank. Yeah, yes. Shot his ass down, dude. Like I Whatever. I, I think he's. I I legit think he is going to see burn. I think he's going to see a decent amount of burn in this series. I I, I don't disagree. Yeah. R.J. Barrett needs to be really good. Obviously, he needs to have. He needs to let, and he's been doing he this all year. Guys. And he, he can't. He's only twenty years old, but he can't let all the playoff stuff get caught up in him. He's got to continue to let the game come to him. He's got to be efficient. I don't like when he backs players down and takes those like nine foot fadeaways that never seem to go in he's got to play his game he's got to play his game and i think he will i have i have confidence that he will okay can we talk some more non-nick stuff like playing because yeah, because we're not gonna be able to do another pod before the games are tuesday and thursday which is fun like i cannot wait. that's awesome i'm excited so we're not gonna get another pod out so let's do like a, a little bit of a preview here i'm gonna pull up the matchup really quickly just so i can refresh myself all right let's start with the probably the most exciting one lakers warriors that's going to be awesome. That is going to be awesome. And I hope that the Lakers are healthy because, I mean, do I? I hate the Lakers. Can you get mad? I hate the Lakers so much. That just after being on NBA Twitter this year, mm-hmm. I've or like just really like engaged in it, and I've realized how much like I just despise them. Oh, they're the worst. Also, I I don't like LeBron anymore. Like that's just why. Worst. What happened? What happened? And he's just so obsessed with LeBron himself. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he just loves himself a lot. I mean, I don't like hate LeBron, but he just—he can be like, well, he's just a little much. I think that's fair. Okay, so Lakers Warriors. What are you looking at in that matchup aside from Steph Curry? It's obviously—it's—it's got to start with the Lakers' health. Yeah, I mean, mean, it also—it ends with Andrew Wiggins. Like, I think that's a good point. If Wiggins plays well, I think the Warriors have a real shot in that game because. Steph's gonna like Steph's gonna get his, you know. Like, well, yeah. Think, if the Lakers are healthy, the Warriors have no shot. Yeah, they I have no that, shot. I think, but I think I, I I will say this: any team, Steph Curry in any game, like he is that good. He's that good. Like I I think the Warriors are bad, but he's that good. If he has one of his nights 
I think there is a chance that the Warriors win that game. I think the AD, I AD Draymond is going to be really fun. Pounding Steph points over. You're pounding it. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, AD Draymond is going to be really fun. It is. It's going to be a grit and grind. Like I, I just want the Lakers to be healthy. I mean, you know, even if they're not healthy and they lose, they'll too. beat. They'll, I want they'll, because I want it to be good playoffs. You know, right? They'll like, smoke the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Like even if they lose right. to the Warriors, but right. Right. I kind of want to see Warriors win that game. I do too. Because I want to see them. In, I want to see Curry in the playoffs, and I know that the Lakers will win. And a first round Jazz. Um, it's the Suns of the Jazz who one seed. I think it's still Jazz at one seed. I think it's still the Jazz. Um. A Jazz Lakers round one, like that sucks for the Jazz. That's, <laughs> you gotta feel so, so bad they're for gonna, the Jazz. They're gonna lose. They're gonna, they're lose. gonna lose, and they've had this outstanding season, like one of the best in I don't know twenty five years. Right, right. <laughs> they've and gotta they play the Lakers. There's in the first no round. way the Jazz beat the Lakers. Or in the if the Lakers win and beat the Warriors, and they gotta play the Suns in the first round, and that sucks for right. the Suns. It's not it, either way around. Like the the whole and the West. That's just the West. Like the West is just. Did you see the uh, the immaculate tank job by the Clippers? This was the funniest thing I think I saw all season. Yeah, what did they? What? what so they, they lost to the Rockets two nights ago, and then they so they needed to lose these two games in order to right. not see the Lakers until the Western Conference Finals. Oh, right, because they are because yes. they were like the third seed. So then they t- tanked a couple games. So right, the Nuggets passed them. So then they lost to the Rockets and the Thunder, who have one combined win in this past in month. The last like two months. Yeah, yeah, which is just the funniest thing. That's but anyway, ridiculous. we're obviously gonna be pulling against the Mavs because I just even though the, the, it doesn't matter about the pick anymore because the pick gets locked in. Um, right. I just don't like the Mavs. I don't like the Mavs either. That's I, I, a, I hate the Clippers. Like, oh, so it's gonna be a rematch. I didn't even realize it's gonna be a rematch of last year's first round. Clippers Mavs. That'll be fun. That will be fun. And that was a decent series. That was a remember, good series. That was, a, you know, the, the double bang, Luka shot. Yeah. Bang, bang. Grizzly Spurs, do you care? I mean, neither are going to make it. I mean, like, yes. I, I, I like, I'll probably tune in. But I don't know if I'll watch the whole game. Like, I, I don't, like, I don't, I'm not as high on Jaws. Like, neither am I. I'm higher on RJ. Highlights and Bleacher Report are. I need to unfollow yeah. those accounts. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, man. When, as soon as I was listening to J. Cole's album, and as soon as I heard like the lyric that because Jog John Moran on my grizzly, right? Exactly. I knew I was just like, man, this is going to be like Bleach Report is going to. And as soon as I checked Twitter, there there was... were no Dennis shoutouts on the album that I heard. I know, which was kind of sad. <laughs> but no, I mean, I Jaws like like I think Jaws a really like can be a really good player. Just he's a little he just can't shoot at all, obviously. And he's just not he's not like strong enough. I think point guards like that are having a tough time in the league. Um, like Westbrook, Wall types. because um, it's such a shooting league now. So I don't know. Uh, uh, who would you take in that game, theoretically? The Spurs, Grizzlies? Yeah. I think I'd take I think I'd take the Grizzlies, no question. I mean they're thirty eight and thirty four and the Spurs are thirty three and thirty nine. Really, there's a big disconnect between those right. teams. So I think but I'm just pop, gonna go Grizzlies. Even pop home. and like a yeah. young, a young Grizzlies team. Um, I I think I still take the Grizzlies. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I probably agree. I don't. I, that Spurs team is just not very good. Grizzlies have been a playing team two years in a row. Yeah. Interesting. 
Okay, now we're going to go to, I think, the most fun game. Or no, second most fun game. That Lakers-Warriors is definitely the most fun game. game Celtics-Wizards. God, I'm going to be pulling for those Wizards because I want them to play Brooklyn. Brooklyn will win in five or four, right, assuming they're healthy. But damn, that would be a fun series. I want a Westbrook versus KD. I want a Beal versus Harden. I I want it. We become Wizards fans. We will become Wizards fans. Because I just then we become Bucks fans. Well, the Nets have a very tough road. They do. That's the thing about the Nets. So like, say, I think the Wizards will be favored that game. I mean, they're yeah. like one of the hottest teams in the league, and the Celtics look like shit. Right, and, and without Tatum too. Like I don't, Tatum will be playing. He Brown. No, no, without. I mean, I meant without Brown. Yes. Um. Right. So let's just say the Wizards win, even though they might not. Right. Then the Nets have to play the Wizards. Let's say they win. All right. Then you got to play. I'm sorry. Bucks Heat will be a good series. That's gonna be a great series. Then you got to play the Bucks. I think Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee. I think if any team can beat the Nets, it's Milwaukee. And I've been I, saying I, this yeah. all year. You have Holiday. The matchups just work out, right? Like you have Drew Holiday on Kyrie. Like Drew Holiday right. is a very good defender. If Giannis on KD, that's a great matchup. I love right. that. And then you have PJ right. Tucker on James Harden. Which works. Which works. I think that and the Bucks have also done this thing where they kinda like they've they've kind of rested, not like kind of conserved their energy a little bit, like throughout the regular season. And in the last like three weeks, they have like flipped the switch and are just playing great. No, they've been they've been playing like, really well. They anyway. destroyed the heat last or whatever it was, like yesterday or yeah, last night. Yeah. Um granted the just, heat didn't have Jimmy Butler. Granted, but still destroyed. Right. Took care of business. We're, we're up by 20 that whole game. Also, I mean, they beat the Nets twice. And I know the Nets didn't have Harden, but like beating a Nets team twice in a row with KD and Kyrie is no small feat. And no, I think not. I think they're re- I, I think they're ready for this. I, I think I, if – and we're, yeah. we'll repeat this stuff on our with more in-depth on our next show. Yeah. But if the Nets stay healthy with all three of those stars, I think they run the league. I do too. But at the same time, I don't know. Like I, I but I, also it's, it's just, it is a big if the injury. I have wise. a hard time though because like uh, they don't play like they don't play defense, man. Like they, they're not a good defensive team, and I don't know. I mean, I know they have Claxton. Like I know Claxton's an awesome defender, but it I, there hasn't been a time when a really great, like even a great offensive team and a, like a, a bad defensive teams like don't win the championship. That's right, but uh, I'm proud. It's un- they're an unprecedented team in history. Like I just yeah, you never see a like second seed, what who is not good on defense, right? It's just and but also who has the star power they have. Like I right. think they're unprecedented in the sense that like you've never had three of the top ten players in the league on the same team. Right. I mean, you got close with KD and Steph and Clay. Uh, that's a good point. But Clay, I wouldn't say Clay was. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. If, this is a. F- Interesting hypothetical that made me think of it. Who wins that Warriors team or this Nets team? I got to go that Warriors oh, team. Oh, Dubs, yeah. yeah Dubs no question. five or six. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. I, I, I'm curious to see what this Nets team looks like. Like, I think, I don't know. Pacers, Hornets? I, I, Hornets have fallen off, man. Well, they, 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 got, to, they, they got screwed. I know. They got screwed. But they finished six games under 500. They did. And we yeah. finished 10 above. Exactly. Ooh. I would, I take... The Pacers, especially if Hayward's not healthy, I take the Pacers. I think I go Hornets. 
I think it's scary Terry time. They did not look that good against us, man. Even though we we no, kind of been good all year. You know what's so funny? How the trade worked so or everything worked so well with the Hornets. They didn't give Kemba Walker thirty million dollars in the Celtics did, and then they got ter- scary Terry for like twenty million. Everyone like laughed at that. I know, and it to- I including me and you. We were like, why would you give him twenty million dollars? But he's been good this year. He was like gonna be a Nick. I remember he like I saw a story about where he was like he told everyone he went to bed and was like I'm gonna be a Nick, and then woke up the next morning and the Celt- and the Hornets gave him a huge offer and he went there. We'll wrap this up in a minute, but. Aside from the Knicks' success, what has been like something about this season that's just made you happy? Like, for example, it's the Celtics being bad. That's made me happy. Yeah, interesting. I would say one of my favorite things about the season was watching Steph Curry play basketball. Okay. I had like a like I've had like he was my favorite player when I was younger, and then I kind of hated that Warriors team. And he's just like the most joy like i have the most fun watching that guy play basketball like anytime he's playing and he's killing i turn like i'll turn the game on and just watch stuff i just i love stuff so that's that's probably my biggest joy and my other big joy is just like watching kp just like fall apart i know that's nicks related but no that's 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 like that that has been amazing just reading that and like soaking all that in and being like we won that trade like we then they want to trade him like i i that that's my other one what about you um, I agree with that. I think that's a good thing. The whole like Mark Cuban, Chris Epps, Porzingis, Luka Doncic circle. That's just kind of weird. Uh, I would love to that for that to blow up and in our faces. Um, I don't, this is Knicks related, but I love, you know, looking back on the year that RJ made a playoff, RJ and Frank <laughs> are in a, a playoff RJ game, are in a playoff it. game before Zion, Ja, Lonzo, yeah. uh, who, who else? Um, Hunter, whatever, Garland. Yeah, they are. Hero, or not, Hero made the playoffs in mind. But was better than Hero this year. Yes, and RJ being better than Hero this year was great. RJ being clearly the third best rookie from that draft class and us not getting shit for not taking Tyler Hero after like we after (laughs) some of last year's bullshit. Also, another thing is the Kings. I don't like the Kings. Yeah, I'm glad that they were bad. I want De'Aaron Fox to come to us. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, it would be funny if he, after like bashing us on Twitter. He, yeah. I, I, I would not be surprised. He's a star that I kind of have like bookmarked in my mind that like you never know. Like, might is end it up that and Devin Booker for you? Is Devin him, Booker De- still bookmarked? Devin Booker's bookmarked, but like a few years down the line. Okay. Because I don't think it's because I, I think I don't think Phoenix has like a long, a good long term thing in place going on. Because yeah. Chris Paul, like I don't think. Because without Chris Paul, they're they're I don't and like who wants to go like play in Phoenix, right? And Booker's and Booker's boy is Leon. All right, we're, we're <laughs> it's, just, it's like it's twelve oh nights. It's but I mean night. Fox is like the Kings are gonna like the Kings are just a shit show. So like I wouldn't be surprised if he demands like I would be I would expect that that he just like doesn't want to be there anymore. Because I, I was also I was also happy that the Bulls were bad. I thought that they were going to be good after that Vooch trade, and I'm glad that didn't work out thus far. They sucked. Well, like, to be fair, Zach Levine got protocoled, but they were still not good even when he was there. Right. I mean, Vooch Vooch just isn't, like, a. he's not a positive player. Like, he hasn't – the teams he's gone to have not just haven't been good his whole career. And when you're a great player, like, if you're you're a player like that, and and that's – your teams just don't play well, like, he's not – I don't think he's a winning – just, like, a winning guy. But, yeah. Who do you think comes out the West? Last last question. 
This is really tough because it's going to be so fun. I know. I mean, if I had to put my life on it, I would put the Lakers. But but I don't think I would say that. I would pick the Clippers. That's my pick, yeah. But they just don't have any fire. They don't have any fire. Every time I watch them, I'm disappointed. Every single time I watch that's them. That's a good point. I am disappointed every time. I think they should be so it's much It's like, better. oh, you got Kawhi? Oh, you got Paul George? Oh, oh you got you Rondo? Got, like, you got all this like fun players. Like Surge is fun. You got Surge? You got Zubats? Like, Zubats is good. Zubats you have like good. Pat Bev. You got this deep, you know, this deep, deep team bench. That is like quietly, weirdly like – the Nets are like not didn't finish that much above them in offensive rating. Mm-mm. Like the Clippers are like having a great season. It's just like it's no but one, like no one they don't look like a championship they're team. Right? You know, like we we beat like we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have won that game. We had no business winning that game. Right. Going out to LA and like they were healthy. Like a twelve o'clock game, which is like you know like beating them. Yeah, that was yeah exactly. That's so. That's where I get hesitant with the Clippers. So that's why I say if I put my if my life was on it, I would put the Lakers. But I think, I think I said this a long time ago, earlier this season. I think I'm going to stick with my finals prediction thus far, starting right now, of uh, Clippers Nets. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I think the Clip. I think the Clippers come out of the. Uh, Even though, yeah, the Clippers haven't shown me anything. You know, they haven't shown me. That they at the can same win. time, the Lakers are the Lakers are. You broke up. You broke up. Say that again. I said I don't think the Lakers are in a great spot either. Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting. I'm excited to tune in, etc. All right, you done? I'm done. Congrats okay. on a great year. We stuck through it. We stuck Go through next. it. We did it. Forty-one and thirty-one. Wow. That was all. That is just. I'm still. I'm still so shocked. All right. I'm done. Good night. I'm going to bed. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys later next week for a full playoff preview. The playoffs start on Saturday. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. See you. Peace.